class. How you guys doing? We get quiet in here? Hey, sit down. Hey, be quiet. Shut the fuck up! Another episode of the Super Up Podcast is about to episode of the super f podcast okay okay we have been gone for an extremely oh man large amount of time man but uh we are back now so <laughs> hopefully for matters. a while because yeah. i mean we've tried to record a new episode three times and it's just something's been wrong with it the audio well, is wrong and we it just something's been fucked up so yeah. it's not for the lack of trying and right. we've we've attempted to make it happen but we got a little set up now you know what i'm Some saying equipment yeah, a lot has changed. A lot has changed since the last one. Um, when was the last one? 2018, 2019? 2019. Man. Last year. But yeah, a lot has changed. We done moved in together. Got a little house. You that know. was, we, we mentioned that. <laughs> this is how but far. See, but see, that, that we mentioned that in the last episode that we never put out. Uh, see, look uh, at that. See, she even confused. Damn. Man. What are we going to do? Fuck, man. What and that was a good episode. That was a good episode, man. But unfortunately, we got to recap it here. Damn, man. But yeah, so uh, got our own place. Got to add a little table. Got the podcast mics going. A little mm-hmm. setup on going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, and a lot has changed. Got a new job. Not selling cars anymore, unfortunately. Mm. Out there doing the man's work. Right. You know, but. You know, we we out here doing our thing, right, trying right. to better ourselves and uh, doing our adult shit, as yeah, some would say. Yeah, you know, trying, you know, doing our best. How does it How does it feel to be an adult now? What does that feel like? Um, I mean, it feels good. I kind of miss, you know, because I remember before uh, I got my new job, I was not working. I was living with my grandparents, and I wasn't doing a damn thing. Wake up every day, watch three movies, write do whatever the fuck and uh i didn't appreciate it at the time because i was like man i want a fucking job man i I need to get it i need to get a job and then i get the job and i'm like now i got a house now i can't fucking sit on my ass anymore and i'm like that's kind of lame i mean that's not that's not fun i mean you know what i'm saying so i mean i i I never got to i never got my going out party of not doing shit because i didn't appreciate it when i wasn't doing shit but i mean as an as being an adult is concerned, I mean, it's cool. You know, I got a new car that's too much, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love it. Um, Mustang GT, you know, I'm a Mustang right. guy, and I'm a big fan, and I'd be going crazy on it. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, the bills don't stop, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You got to go to work, um, got, got responsibilities. Uh, I mean, still getting the hang, the hang of it, yeah. still not perfect. I, I feel like mine is a little bit of a reversal. Mm-hmm. Like, in my younger days, I was just more so like I gotta be doing this. I gotta fucking make sure I'm getting this. I gotta. It was just so much. I was doing so much more adult shit when I was younger. I feel like now it's just my time to. <laughs> I mean, oddly enough, I mean the bills are like uh, they're in a way I gotta pay somebody some shit. But I feel like for the the most part, like doing whatever the fuck I want to do whenever I want to do it. Coming home, sleeping, yeah. playing the game, like Absolutely. all of that plays in. Like it just it makes me feel like younger in a sense. Like yeah. I have a sense of freedom. Mm-hmm. I mean that I've, I've I want to say never had, but you know what I'm saying. Just as far as like having my own space to do whatever I want, or like we just recently went on vacation, and just thinking as far as like 
I'm I'm 21. I can literally do whatever the fuck I want to do. I can drink. I can go to the club. I can. I'm come 20. Home. I can't do shit. <laughs> I can come home whenever I wanted to come home. Like I can just leave. I, I can up and leave. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just having that sense of thought is like, damn, like fuck, like I'm really. Yeah. And it's been it's been crazy because I mean, um, also the last episode wasn't the last episode. I was complaining about women, but now I'm in a relationship that I've been in uh, for a year and like yeah, six yeah. months. Yeah. And as soon as we moved in, I moved her in. So yeah. um, <laughs> I didn't know. And that, that's where I took advantage of the freedom. Of, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, you definitely was house. like, this is my freedom come, shit. Come on, babe, let's go. Come on, get in the car. You know, moving you in with me. And, I mean, it's been fantastic, you know, not without hard work and ups and downs mm-hmm. as every relationship. But, right. I mean, right. we've been making it happen. And but being in a relationship, I never really knew how demanding a relationship would be, yeah. especially especially when you live with them. Like I, I gotta say, I wasn't ready. I mean, I really yeah, was yeah, not yeah. ready for that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't regret you it. You like to do shit without talking or consulting, <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, man. But yeah, and I mean, I know that took a toll on me and Brianna's relationship for a minute because I mean, yeah. got this girl here or my girlfriend Destiny. Mm-hmm. I don't want to refer to her as this girl. Yeah, but, yeah, um, your girlfriend. But yeah, so I was spending all my time with her, and you know, me and Brianna weren't doing shit. Yeah, and it, I didn't come. It wasn't coming from like a jealousy standpoint. Yeah. It was just a standpoint of we have been making these plans for years. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And the position I was in before I moved here was just so shitty. I was just I had my mind fixated on, um, kind of like just creating the zone, or you know, being in a zone where it's like, all right, this is where I get to create my world. <coughs> of all things imaginable that I imagined for myself. And then when I got here, it was like, all right, so this is here, this is the day, then this is the next day, <laughs> and this is this week, and then this is this month, and it was like, oh, okay. And it was just it was just a shock to my system as far as, like, yeah. how I thought the process of, you know what I'm saying, whatever was going to be going. So. Absolutely. But it's not to, that's not the blame for anybody else. It's just, you know what I'm saying, as humans, we do have, you know what I'm saying, expectations of things, and um, we create our own, you know, way we want something to turn out. But however it goes, it's just however it goes, and you just have to adapt and adjust with it. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, and this is our second year with the apartment because right. we, we just renewed our lease, so we've been here for a while. Right. Still looks like we moved in. We ain't put shit up. He's still in I mean, my room shit. looks pretty fucking good. <laughs> if I my say room so looked all right. I had, I mean, I got, a, I had some posters of, you know, yeah. I had a vibe going, and then they fell off, and I ain't yeah. never put them back. So, yeah. I mean, but I mean, I got some painting. Right, right. But I mean, just as far as you know, the living room. Your yeah, living room goes, yeah. Definitely got to do some more interior design. We got to bring this podcast room to life. Oh, definitely. But um, I'm gonna paint some shit or we'll figure do it out. Something. But you definitely, we got big plans for the podcast room. <laughs> um. Like, you know, like, even just shit like that, man, it just takes time, man. It just yeah. takes time. You know, it might take longer than you want it to take. You yeah. know, you get bogged down with other shit. You get worried about other shit. I mean, that's like, you know, taking a toll on me creatively. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. I ain't fucking wrote in, like, a month. Yeah. And before that, it was, like, two months. And yeah, that's yeah. fucking terrible. I, I know the old me would be l- fucking <laughs> scoffing yeah, yeah. at myself. <laughs> I think, um... For me, that's also, like, a fear of why. I want to say I'm very interested in a relationship. Um, just the idea of it brings me a lot of, you know what I'm saying, joy. But um, when I look at it just from a standpoint of uh, attention, mm-hmm. 
I said this even like I want to have kids eventually, but I know that I don't have the attention span or I don't have the um, patience for it. So when I think of a relationship, I I try to think like, do I have the patience and attention span for a relationship currently in my current day? And the answer is no. Like, I can say yeah all the time, but I know the moment I get, I know how I am. And the moment I get into a relationship, I am all about that relationship. I, I mean, I, I can lie and be like, no, I'm be fucking done. I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to be solely focused on that relationship. You know, I'm getting to know that person, spending time with that person. So I'm just, I don't really, for me per se, I mean, if it happened naturally, then I'll just shut the fuck up. Yeah. But as far as me pursuing something, I don't think it'll happen anytime soon mm-hmm. because I'm just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And that I know I know when we got together that was a <sighs> that was me at my uh, peak of uh, not giving a shit because mm-hmm. as a sequel to the last fucking podcast, mm-hmm. come on babe, let me fucking bring you shrimp for lunch and da 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 da. That guy was flipped upside down because once I started not giving a shit mm-hmm. and the women came running for mm-hmm. some right. reason, right? And then obviously Destiny was the finest. Mm-hmm. And the most interesting, and so yeah, here we are, a year and uh, six months later, and uh, out here living life. But I mean, creatively, I wouldn't say it's her fault, but mm-hmm. just life in general. Like you know, just getting the car, and I'm like, okay, I want a new car, and I'm like, okay, let me go get the car, and then let me, now I gotta worry about how we gonna eat today. Yeah, gotta worry about how I'm gonna pay this marine. I work eight hours a day, and I'm like, my nigga went from child to full grown goddamn <laughs> man of the house. I mean. Th- I mean, yeah, that's an extreme fucking jump. I get it, though, because a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't think, a lot of people are not like me. I sit, I take my time with a lot of fucking thoughts. And I can't, I'm not going to be, I don't, don't, that's why I don't shit on people for making decisions, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, that's an extreme fucking jump from, I'm like, I can barely wipe my own ass, and now I have to wipe somebody else's ass. (laughs) You know, like, fuck. Telling you, but yeah, it's been crazy. So the, yeah. the life shit's really been bogging down. But we 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 gearing back up. We gearing back up to get to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, we gotta get to it. Got I mean, to, man. That's what we came here for. That's what we're here to do. Exactly. And you can't pussyfoot around. I mean, you know, life's gonna happen. You know, it ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, as long as you stay focused. Mm-hmm. And uh, can't let life swallow us. Exactly. Especially because saw some crazy shit yesterday. Oh, yeah. And you know about this. I saw my first dead body. And right. um, it was fucking crazy. Um, at work, hear a loud-ass crash, um, see a big-ass truck hit hit a ditch. And, you know, I'm thinking, oh, my God, he had a blow. He, he blew out the tires. I'm like, he had a blowout. He had a blowout. He just fucking crashed. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of joking about it. So we walk over there, and the truck's there. And there's another car. It's a silver car um, on the right-hand side of the road. And from the back, it looks looks fine. Then we walk up, and the front's crushed. I mean, it's crumbled like a paper ball. And I see an arm with blood and a fucking hand and a fucking shoulder. I see a head, and this nigga jerking like he's twitching. So we move back, and the police come. They check his pulse. He's alive. So they try they get the jaws of life. They trying to cut him out. They couldn't get the bitch crunk up. Mm-hmm. They check his pulse again, and he's done. I mean, he was dead. He was dead, yeah. and that shit was crazy because I'm like, damn, like just the fragility of life, Man. and like, um, what's a good analogy? Um, I feel like you know, life's like a string; it keeps getting tense and tense, and, and but eventually that bitch gonna snap. 
scared. It's gonna snap. We don't know when it's gonna snap, but it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen, man. So you know, we gotta count our blessings and we gotta take advantage of each day and you know, do our thing. Do yeah, our I mean, thing. I thought about that yesterday when you told me the story. You know, after I was I was in personal thought, and I was thinking of, although I'm not afraid of death, mm-hmm. um, I remember it was to a point when I was trying to convince myself that I mean. I, I, I did a pretty good job of convincing myself, like, uh, I mean, losing the fear of death. Okay. Like, it's going to happen. It, it happens. And this is a way that you can look at it to be like, all right, this is how it'll go. And it won't be as fucking scary. Because we just think of it in, and then that's it. Um, I think that, you know what I'm saying, even though your body dies, you don't die. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I genuinely believe. I believe you are energy and you transfer into something else. Whatever that is, is whatever you've been your entire life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but so when I was thinking about the death thing yesterday, it was kind of like, I was just saying during that process of realizing that I'm not afraid of death, I kind of forgot how much to appreciate life. You know what I'm saying? It was to the point where I was just like, I don't give a fuck. I can die any moment. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Kind of thinking like that. And then after you told me the story yesterday, I was just, I was reminded like, no one wants to fucking die. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even the people who kill themselves, they would much rather be fucking happy alive. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, so no one wants to die. And just the thought of leaving the earth, it is not so much of these material things that I have to leave behind. It's just a feeling of love and people I care about yeah. or uh, conversations ending or, you know what I'm saying, certain shit like that just coming to a halt. Even with the death of somebody else, like, I think about the death of my mom often. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not laughing at the fact that I think of the death of my mom. <coughs> Isaiah just showed me a fucking text. Just anything. Uh, it don't matter. No drink. No drink. But, yeah. Anyways. Destiny picking us up some breakfast, man. It's yeah. early, man. Nine, yeah. o- nine o'clock in the morning. Definitely early. So but, um. I think of the death of my mom a lot, and I'd be like, I, I want to how I'm react. Like sometimes I think I'm gonna be sick or something. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It just it's just hard to think of something ending. No yeah. one wants ending of whatever they care about. I feel so, that, and I'm because I know death in that way. I think about the death of my grandparents and my grandpa and my mom or dad, mm-hmm. and but specifically my grandpa. Not that one outweighs the other, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm just like. This man has just done so much for me as a person, and I just couldn't imagine. Like, yeah. that would be a tough time. Yeah. Like, I, I just already know. Like, I mean, it's just because I go over there all the time. I mean, he helps me with everything. I mean, he yeah. never lets me do without. And mm-hmm. as much as I am an adult, but he still, I get a lot of help from that man. Yeah. And so just thinking about him leaving, it's yeah. like. Bro, I it's don't even know. Tough, like, yeah. I don't even know where to go with that. Yeah, like, man. that's why I don't even think about it because I don't yeah, want to think about it because yeah. I'm not ready for what will happen. See, but when that in time my comes. head, I think that when I think about it, it prepares me for the moment that I'm like, I have to deal with it. Of course, I'm gonna have to deal with other emotions at that present time, but just the fact of being comfortable with letting something go, letting someone go, um, just accepting the fact that this is a course of life, it just shows. It it helps me. Before yeah. it, before any grieving, it's like pre-grieving, yeah. you know. So I kind of do that just to, you know, protect myself because I don't know, I don't want to crumble. Like if some shit happened, just completely fall apart. I want to still have some type of foundation to fall back on and be like, all right, look, this is what's going on. This is where they went. Whatever, fuck, whatever. But um, let's move on to our 
a nicer topic. Okay. Okay. Well, not so much nice. Well, you know get, get, get more in the present day. The more in the present day, exactly. Mm. Um, how do you feel about the Black Lives Matter movement? You being uh, a mixed, yeah, individual. And you know, I was thinking, um, you know, being a mixed man, mm-hmm. black. What are you mixed with? Black and white. Okay. With a with a sprinkle of Asian in there. Right. But thinking about that, you know, being the best of both worlds. Right. I do not get any white privilege, mm. and I'm a little upset about it, a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, so I get a lot of, because, uh, I mean, just for, and a lot of people, you know, they want to be like, you know, all lives matter, which is obvious. I mean, right. obviously, but it's not the same. It's like not you, the same. you don't know the experience of being a black person unless you're a black person. Exactly. Like, I mean, for example, I mean, I work construction, mm-hmm. and I work with a bunch of white people, and I love those white people. They're cool as fuck mm-hmm. but um <coughs> and uh i remember one time like i don't even know like fucking last summer i don't know i don't know when it was but we were working we we're doing some house for some old ass white guy and i remember this is my first day over there because we work on a whole bunch of different houses and my first day over there and um the white guy goes up and asks my coworker or my superior whatever you want to say like Who, who's that color boy over there y'all brought a color boy over here like, i'm like like, bro, what are you talking about, bro? Like, what? What? I mean, why would you? Who the fuck cares? <laughs> I just want, I wish I knew what was in the brain of people who thought like this. Just to understand where they see, do they see like a demon or what the fuck are you seeing? What are you seeing? Like, I, don't, I really, I really wish I knew. Or is it the thought process of they thought about black people, like it's been taught to them. To think of black people as these horrible people, so when they see them, they're just like, "Fuck no," because they don't actually know these people. Like that guy didn't know you. He don't know you. <laughs> at from, all. He don't know your intentions. He don't know shit about you. And it's just like, "Who's that color boy?" Like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? Why don't you come ask, motherfucker? Like, I mean, I don't know. Well, why are you worried about it? Damn. Damn. I'm telling you. <clears throat> but I think it's a great. I think it's a great thing. What um we got going on. Like what Lil Baby said in the song, man, you know, it got to happen eventually. Yeah. And I'm glad that people are actually understanding, <coughs> you know, what we're going through. Mm-hmm. And it actually seems like it's being communicated. I, I mean, to a degree, I, I feel like. Because a, a lot of this shit is fucking fraudulent. Um, just within the people that act like they understand or um, stand yeah. behind. I feel like until people really understand the lifestyle of a black person, they will never understand like just how we think because a lot of it just seems victim victimized. Mm-hmm. But when you live in a certain lifestyle, like for example, I've grew up in many different type of areas. Um, I grew up in bad areas. I've grew up in good areas um, and, and more so bad than good. Um, but when I was in those areas, I wasn't the type to be affected by those areas because, like I said, I was I grew up in different areas, so I've seen different sides of things. Um, so when I was in a bad area, I would see these people who lived there, and um, they would just have this different type of mentality. They would have a different type of mentality. They would have a different language even, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. a different understanding of what their life is or what life is, period. Um, and they're just not – the way that the system has affected them, it, it it can't be explained. You see these people who are just stuck in a hood, and it's like, why is there a hood in the fucking first place? Why? You know what I'm saying? Do you say because these people can't afford to live somewhere else? Somewhere else. But if it's just opportunities. It's they literally, 
people who live in these certain areas don't get the opportunity to go to like nice schools or go to areas where they can be <clears throat> like um really really given the opportunity to achieve something uh other than sports then <laughs> there's nothing in the fucking hood i mean you got these little programs in school but i'm saying for the household there is trauma inside of the black household from the mom who went to school and couldn't do this or didn't get to go to school. Or if you grew up in a whole area, I got this movie um, that I want to get fucking developed one day called The Pin. Mm-hmm. And it explains how when you're in an area for a long ass time, like say you got a grandpa. Your grandpa goes to this gas station every day. And they literally just go to the gas station and sit and drink just outside of the gas station. Chill. This is their spot. You know what I'm saying? And then your dad, he sees his dad go to that gas station. He goes to that gas station. And then the son goes to that gas station. And it becomes a net. And they're in this fucking loop of this area. You know what I'm saying? They're stuck right here. And the mentality of why you're stuck is just opportunity. The system. You know what I'm saying? You're stuck in a system. You're locked down. You're boggled down by these fucking things that you can't afford. You can't afford a good house. You can't afford a good job. You know what I'm saying? I mean, good jobs, you got to go to good areas. <laughs> when you in the hood, what the fuck is there? Gas stations, <laughs> Dollar <in> Trees, <laughs> Texaco. You know what I'm saying? It's not really. You got to go further. If you don't got a car, it's just, I don't know. And I'm not trying to say, like, these are just, oh, go get, you know what I'm saying, excuses for them. Like, they don't got a car. They don't got money. I just can't, exp- like I said, I cannot explain <laughs> the op- like the o- less opportunities that a lot of black people have when they live in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it can't be explained. And a lot of white people just can't grasp the fact that life is different for a lot of people, not because they chose to, not yeah. because they chose like their life to be different. Who the fuck wants a difficult life? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. So, I I mean, even with my boss, like, we were discussing shit, and I'll be trying to explain to him little certain things about the way, of, uh, the way that black people think um, or how black people have just been stunned in life. You know what I'm saying? For a long ass time, like even I was telling him about there's this program that they have for black women to start businesses. So this fucking guy was like, well, why don't I, why don't I have it for men? And I said, they do have it for black men. And he was like, well, why the fuck they don't got it for white people? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like. I said, you don't even understand the purpose of why Why would this even be created? Why would this fucking program be created if it was an equal opportunity for the black woman and black man to do to start a business? Why? It wouldn't be. I'm saying you're offended because they started a fucking program to help these people and not your, like not white people. Obviously, there's some type of privilege to where white people don't fucking need it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, bro, you got to I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Motherfuckers just be offended by certain shit, or white people be like, all oh, white people are not racist. And it's like, no one's saying that all white people are racist. They're just saying the history of America. Don't take it personal. When we speak on America, just know that America is racist as fuck. The people, some of them, some of them not. But the history of America and how the shit yeah. built. I feel it, man. And that's why, you know, like when I write a whole bunch of my movies, man. Um, I usually have black protagonists or black main characters because I feel like I feel like black people aren't represented, you know, in the media, like especially like just mainstream shit, like you know, superheroes and stuff. Like I feel like Black Panther was such a great thing because we actually seen a black man from yeah. fucking Africa, like strong ass, strong ass nigga, 
beating the fuck out of niggas. What the fuck? T.I. Uh, said, this is my cat. Atlanta <laughs> Wakanda, too, apparently. Oh, shit. Well, apparently so. So, but I thought that was a fantastic thing. And I definitely see that there's a change coming. Because, I mean, there's more and more black black shows, black series, black mm-hmm. fucking movies. I mean, black writers and all, all type of shit. And I feel like that's a fantastic thing. So I try to, you know, keep that in my work as well. Right. Someone being on TV and talking about it. You need actual actual people at your front door. Just like these fucking missionaries and fucking church people, like disciples, whatever they're called. They come to your door and tell you to go to church. You need those same people for, like, black people if you want to do some shit like that. Because it's it's not, they can't be reached through shit like that. Like, even with music, like, younger people, they'll see it, they'll catch on, and they'll know, they'll know, they'll just start researching shit about the, you know what I'm saying? situation but no one's gonna be like all right y'all let's really change this shit for real it just don't happen that it's not that simple i don't believe you know what i'm saying it's just more so especially when it's a mindset that's been tempered with it's been broken the fuck down so it's just it's just harder it's a lot harder to come out of a mentality but i feel that i mean you just built on a on a lifestyle of even if you wanted to do that now it's like oh i can't do that because it is i can't do that because Mm -hmm. i'm here i can't mm-hmm. do that because of this and so there's already this insecurity going mm-hmm. into it and obviously i mean it's hard to wrestle with i mean shit, yeah. you ain't got nobody telling you otherwise right You're like yeah you right nigga you can't do that and it's right. like all right well I, I thought about it or it may be harder for you to do it oh you absolutely. know what i'm saying me and my sister absolutely. talked about uh people who the fucking these people are the ultimate pussies to me so the people who be like all right um i want this opportunity and that they're this is not really me but I'm going to fucking Uncle Tom the situation. I'm going to appeal to this these people so I can get this job. Or I'm going to appeal mm-hmm. to these people. I don't know if you know who Shekinah Joe is. So no, she, Shekinah Joe is, um, uh, she was on the T.I. Hustle family, whatever the fuck. And um, when the rioting and shit was going on, they burnt down the Gucci store. So when they burnt, burnt down the Gucci store, she was just highly upset. She was crying, just making a whole fucking thing about it, ordeal. And, um, Saying we don't gotta burn down the city, we don't gotta burn down this shit. What the fuck, Gucci do to just us? Just Wakanda. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just shit like that. So, um, I'm just like, she give me the vibes of someone who say black. I mean, white people be like these. They fucking dumb, right? So you spend your whole life to not look dumb. You know, you spend <laughs> your <laughs> you spend your. Or they be like, you can't achieve this. So you spend your whole life trying to achieve this. You know what I'm saying? I just I don't I don't respect people who take the ideology of someone else that they know is not true and try to live up to to make it look different. I mean, I do respect that our ancestors who was like, nah, fuck y'all, we're going to do this anyways. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about those people who want money and want to be famous or want to be put in a certain position, and the only way they do it is by, we can't look like a nigger. At no fucking point can we act like, I'm just like, fuck you. What the fuck? I'm going to be me. And I was telling her, I'm like, that's another reason why I got my neck tattoo, mm-hmm. because I, I, I it's a it's a physical symbolism of can't nobody tell me what the fuck to do. Can't nobody stop me neither. If I want to achieve something, I will achieve it. If it's meant for me, then I will have it. I'm not finna chase shit that ain't for me. If an opportunity come my way and they like, oh no, you don't got a, you got a neck tattoo. Well, bitch, bye, bye. <laughs> You ain't okay. stopping shit. Bye. Okay, I got an next tattoo. All right, move on. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, people just live. To, I don't know. Some people who live like that, trying to fit into a box. You know what I'm saying? And and 
they're aware that they're trying to fit in the box, so they don't want to look like something else. Exactly. It's it, it really, mm, I don't really respect that shit, man. I mean, I don't. it ain't respectable. I mean, and like, I get it, you know what I'm saying, but it just don't seem like the appropriate way to live. Yeah, man, I mean, such a pussy way of living. <laughs> like, diminishing yourself to do something else, which I mean, yeah. I guess, fuck that. And I remember my mom has said this shit, too, because when they were, like, destroying the shit downtown, she was like, they already think we animals and shit. And I'm like, I don't, I'm like, who cares? Who cares? I'm like, nigga, we, when we weren't animals, they thought we were animals. <laughs> now niggas are behaving like animals. It's like, okay, fuck you. I, just, I don't know, man. It just pisses me off when people just be like, they just act like it's a God complex, a superiority complex. Like, these are the, these are the gods, and we must act accordingly. <laughs> it's just fucking, I don't know. Very weird. Definitely. It's definitely silly. But do you have anything else to say on that topic? And shout out to Lil Baby song. Best song <laughs> of the year, man. Okay. Just no, go crazy, I don't. bro. Just go crazy. It is a slap. But uh yeah, do you have anything else to say about mm. that? I wanna say one more thing. Okay. R.P. Pop Smoke, man. man. I listened to the Pop Smoke album I ain't yesterday. I listened to all of it, but I listened to uh, man. Half of it. that bitch was hidden. First of all, my nigga did not need no features. Y'all could have left all them shits off because he did. I mean, except for the song with Carol G. That shit was a slap. But uh, RP, man, they killed my nigga for no reason. You you saw that first album cover they put out? Yeah, I seen that. The one Virgil did. (laughs) (laughs) You heard the shit when it was like, you got to call 50 and Virgil. (laughs) Because he donated $50 to the Black Lives Matter movement. Man. I was like, who? But yeah, I, I listened to uh, some of it in the car yesterday, and I was, yeah. I was a fan. That bitch was hitting. I like the new album cover, but you can tell it was kind of like rushed. Like mm-hmm. they ain't really have nothing to put. Yeah, they just. I bet it, but it's nice. But um, yeah, I fuck with it heavy. Mm-hmm. Like the songs that I enjoy. Like, kind of reminds me of like a, like a Fifty Cent. Yeah, he definitely. Gives me that Fifty Cent. Yep. Like he feels like if Fifty Cent were to come out today, mm-hmm. that's what he would sound yeah. like. Yeah, he does sound exactly like Fifty. Yeah. And even his his way of rapping, yeah, especially in the song "Gangsters." Mm-hmm. That's like, one he sounds like Fifty the most. Like, that is literally mm-hmm. Fifty Cent. Did you hear his like romantic songs? I don't know. He got some songs where it's like I fuck with him. Uh, we'll listen to him later. Get there, but uh, I know before we close this one out, you know, "The Last of Us 2. <laughs> "The Last of Us Two." Um, Brianna don't know nothing about that. Um, yeah, cause I oh, okay, what, wait, what, go what, ahead. What? Yeah, go ahead. Well, you know, everybody thinks I don't play games, mm-hmm. which I, I buy a lot of games, but I don't beat a lot of games. And The Last of Us 2, The Last of Us is one of my favorite games. So The Last of Us 2, I'm like, bro, I'm going to beat this fucking game. Mm-hmm. And I did beat well, the fucking game. Before we get to you beating the game, okay, okay, and let's just take a little history dip oh for with Isaiah. He likes to buy games. First of all, he has the same mentality with every purchase of the game. Oh, shit, he's just so fucking excited. Oh, shit, man, he's playing shit all the time, bro. So many hours dedicated to this fucking game, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just so, so he buys the game, and he never sees it through. So everybody got fed up. We just start talking shit, man. Stop wasting fucking money. So to the extent of this Last of Us 2 game, he did a little extra. He sold his PlayStation 4 because he had a new TV, and he wants to look 4K or some shit. So he buys a whole new PlayStation 4 Pro. Then, which is like $300. 
And then he goes out and gets The Last of Us 2. So at that point, everyone's like, you better beat this fucking game. You just went and did all of this extra shit. So it was more a, a little heavy weighing on. And he knew that. He knew that he went to the extent to do all of these things. And we all eyes were on him at this point. <laughs> you can't look fucking dumb as you just did all of this shit and don't beat the game. So you knew. And I think if all eyes were on you at this time, you would have not beat that fucking game. <laughs> you would have not done it. I will neither confirm nor deny, but it was definitely a heavy situation. Yeah. I and then I had a bet with my with my friend for twenty dollars that mm-hmm. I wouldn't beat it within the month, and I beat it in two days. But so there's a lot of pride behind this one. Uh, but let's get to Brianna. You know, she purchased the game for okay. forty five dollars. Yeah, I did forty five dollars. Definitely did. I walk in on her a few times. She's only got ten minutes in. Mm-hmm. Each time, ten each time, in. same spot, same spot. Ten minutes in. Okay. And she comes to tell me the other day that she deleted the game. I'd had to delete it for good reason. For Call of Duty. I play Call of Duty way more. And one, I've never expressed my dire love for Last of Us. I've never was like, oh shit, I love this game as a kid. I played it, dedicated so many. I never did all of that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm interested. I played the first one. I want to tap in. And then uh, I have this fear of zombies. Yeah. So it's a lot harder for me. So I was like, um, Call of Duty needs to update. Cool. Delete. You know what I'm saying? Simple. Well, but that doesn't say I won't finish it. Okay. And I offered to play it with her to, to power her through the game. You don't understand. I'm not on a timestamp, though. <laughs> I'm not on a timestamp. The timestamp was this podcast. Now you have nothing to bring to the table. <laughs> That's the timestamp. We brought this up after you fucking finished the game. That's the timestamp. Okay. Yeah. That was The Last of Us. I'm done with this fucking pa- podcast. <laughs> Watch out. But but here's my pitch. You know, played The Last of Us 2 all the way through. Um, the first one, fantastic. One of the best games ever made. The Last of Us 2. It's a long game. It's at least 25 hours. So put in real time to fucking complete it. But I think you should play it because... It's definitely fantastic. I think it really pushes the mold of video game storytelling. Mm-hmm. And the story that's told in the second one might be more heavier, more dramatic, more just crazy mm-hmm. than the first one. I mean, can't really get into spoilers right. if you haven't played it. Right. But, I mean, just, like, the choices they make, mm-hmm. like Ellie herself, I mean, mm-hmm. young, and she's on this revenge rampage, and it's just right. crazy. And it, it kind of – because I was listening to a podcast – when I saw the dead body, and then I had to turn it, and it was about The Last of Us, and I had to turn it off because I was like, The Last of Us got a lot of killing in it. Yeah. This guy just died. It's this ain't much, really sitting right much, for yeah. me. But <coughs> The Last of Us 2, I definitely think it's the best game of the year. Um, I don't know how it stacks up to the first one because we're playing the first one together right now, mm-hmm. and we haven't beat it yet. I beat it before, of course, but um, <coughs> vers- one versus two, uh, I don't know, um, but it's good as fuck, and I really need you to play it <laughs> so we can talk about it. it. So we can talk about it. I think it's really impressive. Um, the graphics are fucking insane. Yeah, I've seen the graphics. Um, she ain't seen them like me. I got the OLED TV. She don't know about that. But uh, <laughs> but um, I definitely think it's good shit. And uh, everyone spam Brianna to let her play it. <laughs> but I think it's fantastic. I think it's the best game of the year. Um, I give it a 10 out of 10. That might be kind of biased, but I don't give a fuck. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. it has its flaws, but my experience playing the game was 
Yeah, it's all about personal experience. Yeah. yeah, and my personal experience so far with the game is terrifying and uh, uptight and tense. Oh, you know, there's one fucking scene in the beginning which was almost a breaking point for me. Wait, what, you know what, what scene was that? It might have been. It was when um, uh, the girl, the guy came to, I forgot, I don't know their names, but the guy woke the girl up during this cabin type fucking thing. They walked through the woods. She, he shows her this town. And then she's like, well, I'm going to go down there. And he's like, I'm not fucking going. So he turns around, goes back home. She's like, well, fuck it. She mm. starts to go. Uh, the closer she gets to this fucking town, the more zom- zombies that come out. And um, it's just too much. It's a little too much. I mean, it's definitely creepy. That's yeah. uh, Abby. It's definitely creepy. Um, but you could at least play a little bit more than that, man. We'll get there Some eventually. good shit coming up after that. Right, right. But... Well, I think that that concludes, uh, what episode is this? Three? <laughs> Seven. <laughs> <laughs> this, is yeah, thi- this is three officially, this is three. but fucking ten unofficially. Yeah. But uh, we're glad to be back. You know, hopefully we're more, uh, we get a tighter schedule. Oh, we also need to talk about Film Fridays. Because yeah. that's a new concept that we're going to do. We're going to, um, I guess, talk about a movie mm-hmm. every other Friday. We'll watch a movie. And then discuss on the podcast. And talk about it and have it up every other Friday. And uh, hopefully y'all enjoy it. And I think it's going to be good shit. Um, So hopefully next week will be the first episode. But this episode is concluded. Yep, that's a wrap with the Super F Podcast. Until next time.